listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. One for the treble, two for the bass. You know my style tip. It's time to flip this. I like my beats hard like two-day-old shit. Steady eating booty on seeds like cheese grits. My man, I'll be sure he's in effect mode. Used to have a crush on Dawn from In Vogue. It's not like Honey Dip will want to get with me, but just in case I got more condoms in TLC. Now the formula is this, me tip and Ali. For those who can't count, it goes one, two, three. The anti- big up is who i be brothers find that hard to do but never me some brothers try to disrobe my belief they say you ditching me though care about no bbmc's my shit is hitting trinity gladiator anti-hesitator shaheed push the fader from here to grenada mr energetic who me sound pathetic was the last time you heard a funky diabetic i don't know man i don't know man i don't know man i don't know i don't know hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast with your host rod and karen and we are in the house Mm-hmm. on a walking dead wednesday yes sir recap time recap time it is uh-huh. it is and uh before we uh start i want to tell everybody uh namaste i took my first yoga class today there you go um how was it it was actually very fun and really really relaxing because like I want them YouTube yoga people, you know, for people who tell you taking real yoga class, you know, what I'm talking about, you see the people on YouTube and I just kind of mimicked what they did, but I've never actually took an official class with like a professional yoga instructor and they had one at the Y today. So I decided to go and take it at the Y and it was a bunch of uh, hippie white folks and one brother and I was only, I was only black female and uh them my type of people because it was so peaceful in there and not only that nobody had no shoes on <laughs> i was because I don't, I don't care too much for shoes i was like okay because i know when i do it in the house i don't put no shoes on because it's hard to kind of move around and do the poses without the shoes right so i was like oh okay we, we, this is what's happening and i learned a lot i learned uh that uh i, I already knew i wasn't flexible but they have like these blocks that you use, and so she showed me how to use the block. Cause there was certain shit I was like, "Look, I'm I'm not doing that. I can't, I can't bend. I can't reach that. Mm-mm, nah, this ain't happening." So for certain poses, if you can't do it, they have these blocks that kind of help assist you so you don't overextend your body. Mm-hmm. And then they have like this uh, belt, um, not belt, but like well, it's kind of well, I call it a belt that you kind of strap around like your feet in certain areas of your body. Uh, to help stretch you so you don't like overextend mm-hmm. and it was actually really really uh nice uh yeah, I, yelling at you tell you get your butt up no okay so that's no. only at the boot camp that's only that's only at the boot camp in fact in fact this lady was really really sweet because it was honey it was half the time she could tell i guess she could tell when i was confused because uh it's certain language that they use i knew some of the position from 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 being a, a youtube uh yoga person mm-hmm. um but you know i knew the down with dog that one was simple uh but it was some um i was looking like i have no idea what you're talking about or either she come in there and i'll be doing it in the right direction or my hips wouldn't be adjusted right so she would you know tell me hey adjust it this way use it this way and she was the one that came with like, hey you need a block <laughs> because <laughs> mm-hmm. i was trying and she was like i see you having trouble use a block here's a rope you know so 
and uh, we did it uh, with the lights dim, so it wasn't really bright in there. So it was really, really relaxing. And they played the same music that they play when I'm getting a massage. Okay, so it was relaxing. Right. It was really, it was really peaceful and really relaxing. And the, the instructor was great because you could tell she paid attention to the class. So she would walk around and tell people hey you know do it this way or she would actually get them a block and uh, or, or tip or when she did stuff she would do like a modified version of it and i know with me getting back into uh working out i know that uh yoga would kind of help with my flexibility and take a lot of stiffness and soreness out mm-hmm. on my body uh so uh and she was really really good because she was like um you do what your body tells you to do she was like, if your body say no, she said, like, don't do that. <laughs> I was like, I got you. I got you. And, you know, she was like, hey, are we doing this? Because we did this one pose where you were actually standing on one leg, and then you actually took the other hand and you touched your toe of the other leg because you bend it up. And some people could were actually flexible enough where they could actually stand on one leg, stretch their foot out with their other hand. I was like, nah, chick, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. You could, you, I could barely stand up with one leg without falling over. So it was a modified version where you use your knees and stuff like that. So it was really, really relaxing. I think the brother was just glad somebody else black was in there because after the class was over, he came to me. He said, he said, I want you to know, she, you know, she, she, uh, uh, they do your class three times a week, and you know, she also do the same instructor here on Monday. I said, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Thank you. I guess he was like, somebody else blacking him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, and I guess they are black yoga instructors, but overall, it's almost. Yeah, there's a lot of black people that do yoga. Right, but um, overall, it's almost like podcasting. When you see yoga, people just assume it's a white thing when it's not. It's just, you know, it's just. Which one, is funny because right. originally it's not even a white thing, but yeah. People just make that assumption, you know, um, and it was peaceful. It was relaxing. It helps with my flexibility, especially because uh, for those, what I know for me personally, for those of you that sit for extensive time, periods of time, because I work at a desk, you're, you're sitting for long periods of time and you get a lot of stiffness in your lower back and you get a lot of, um, uh, pressure up in your shoulder blades because we just hunched over all day and so uh, you have a lot of pressure points so this helps kind of release a lot of that tension that builds up in those areas so i'm looking forward now i'm gonna continue to go uh to the uh yoga class it was really peaceful and also um i decided that i was going to increase my water intake mm-hmm. which is i mean because i've been drinking water but i'm like purposely increase my water intake and i'm gonna tell you one thing um, when you increase your water intake, um, your bladder turns into like a five-year-old because mm-hmm. like every two to three hours, it was like, hey, hey, go pee, go, go pee. I was like, shit, I just peed. It was, hey, hey, you gonna piss on yourself. I'm warning you now, go pee. <laughs> so, so I was up and down in the bathroom all freaking day. That's good though. I mean, to get the clean your system out with that water and, um, you know, I know, like, I, I drink water sometimes out of these really big glasses and stuff. I have a pretty big bladder, so I don't have to pee as much as, uh, uh, as, every, as normal people, I guess, as, as, as a lot of people. Right. Cause I can just kind of, I don't know, set my mind to be like, all right, I'm not gonna think about it. So I've never, like, peed on myself or anything, you know, so far, knock on wood. But, um, like my thing is what'll happen is uh and i don't know if other people do this or not but like i can switch off my mind where i'm just like i'm not gonna think about i have to pee anymore and sometimes like it can, a really long time can go by like an hour or two 
and then like whenever i get up to go do something like you know like or i I do go oh yeah that's why i gotta go pee then i'm like oh my god i gotta go pee like i gotta like at that like that i've been chilling for two hours watching a movie and never for a second felt like i had to pee and then the second i get up it's like if i don't piss immediately i'm gonna piss on the carpet so it's just like it's such a weird thing but yeah i you know and i really don't function and because most of the time i can go very extensive periods of time but one one good thing about it is it's forcing me to move like so i won't be that actually, work. right that's yeah. one good thing about it and like you say it's flushing like a lot of shit out of my body yeah um and so that's that is a good thing uh, like I said, I drink water, but like I said, the the blue jug that I stole from you—that's what I'm drinking I at know. my desk. <laughs> I bought, I bought. It's so messed up because I bought that blood jug on purpose, specifically for me because I was like, I would like to drink more water. Uh, and if I had like a big jug or something, I'll just empty and refill every day. It'll be a good habit to get into. And I had, you know, I make these plans. Uh, and then I look, I go to fill it up one day, and it's just not here. Mm-mm. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I know I bought a jug. Like, I thought I went crazy. I was like, no. my jug is gone. Um, maybe I dreamed it. Maybe I didn't go to a family dollar and buy that jug no. that day. Like, is that my day? I must not want to be healthy. I'm sabotaging myself. I'm uh, sorry. I got, I got I a completely different mind. And then, uh, Karen just randomly mentioned one day that she had it at work. I was like, well, that would have been nice to know. <laughs> I didn't know you were looking for it. I mean, I bought it for me specifically. How could I not be looking for it? Is you stole it? You did. I wasn't even. I did steal it. Yeah, you stole my jug and took it to work. <laughs> messed up, man. I buy you another one because Roger bought a replacement jug. Oh, right. Of uh, one good time in the dishwasher, that bitch busted. <laughs> I know. It's like the world don't want me to have a, a water jug. Y'all don't want me to bring more water. World. <laughs> I get you another one. I bet you it's a good one. Good grief. <laughs> um anyway it's the blackout test podcast find us on itunes and stitcher um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today is day 462 the bobby murder is locked up in jail and i guess uh i'd be remiss to say if I, I can't i don't feel like i can start the show without mentioning um rest in peace to fife dog uh one fourth of a trial called quest you know you gotta count jerobi uh you gotta count q-tip <laughs> uh you gotta count uh ali shaheed muhammad um but um you know it's just uh uh kind of a sad day he was only 45 he died from complications of diabetes he had type 1 diabetes wow. which i believe is the kind you're born with um you know um and uh you know he had been struggling with his health for a while but uh putting up the good fight um but uh, i actually wrote about it on the medium.com uh i what's funny is i didn't know what the fuck the medium.com really was for i was i i wouldn't signed up on it because uh i wanted to leave a comment one time for somebody's post that they wrote i thought it was like articles or something apparently it's just like you can blog there oh like you just put up a blog it, it, it looks nice to have some easy blogging tools so um i wrote this post on facebook about fife and trial call quest and what it meant to me growing up and then i went to the medium.com and basically copied and pasted it and put a couple pictures in and uh explained you know what what it meant to me uh what tribe meant to me you know growing up in the south um what 
listening to that type of hip-hop which wasn't like the thing about tribe is that they were hip-hop they were new york hip-hop but they weren't the new york hip-hop that necessarily was popular everywhere right um while people respected them tribe was never in the like they weren't the it group to the point where like oh throw on some tribe in the club it was just kind of like uh you know you respect the whole native tongue family you know them they lost soul jungle brothers uh, black sheep um like you respect all those guys but you just didn't really see them have that transition to where they were getting major hits and all this stuff among um you know especially down here in the south you know like Mm -hmm. that it just wasn't really uh it wasn't for a lot of people but for me i i fell in love with tribe uh even more than daylight even more than black sheep even more than you know everybody up there like tribe just resonated with me um probably uh probably my favorite group of all time you know right around there with outcast and far side for me um my tastes are just a little bit offbeat and i had a kind of little bit offbeat existence you know like definitely was uh black lived in a black neighborhood but you know when i went to school i took the advanced classes which they kind of siphon you out of your black ass classes for yeah, your neighborhood. They do. yeah they do and you end up being like one of three kids in a in a you know three black kids or kids of color um often in these classes and it's the same group of kids in all these classes and you know in in large part it it kind of you know you're kind of alone mm-hmm. and it's a separation yeah and then when you get on the bus to go home in a way you're kind of alone there too because instead of you spending all day with your people from your neighborhood in the classes i spent most of my day in in this other classes you know so it was like you know stranger on the bus stranger in the classroom because i socially didn't really hang out with white folks like that anyway or um really anybody that wasn't black i didn't really socially have a network that way um and i wasn't really the kind of kid that was like you know let me reach out and make all these new friends you know it was just like i'm here to get this 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 lesson i'm here to get this this grade but i'm not here to make friends i was like a reality tv show uh, contestant (laughs) i came here to win not make friends um but uh (laughs) it was funny though because you know i would um go to class and i would um have my walkman with me but in the hallways i'll have my walkman with me on the bus to and from school um and i can't i don't think there was ever a time where i didn't have trial call quest uh either in the walkman or right next to it with a tape that didn't have any words left on it but i memorized every word of the other albums um certainly all the way through um uh midnight marauders and probably uh beast rhymes in life uh too you know but uh i just remember like those it as weird as it sounds those are my friends you know yeah. in a way it's like that yeah. album walked me to and from school so much so uh when i heard try uh when i heard fife die i was hurt because i was like what like i've never had that feeling about a celebrity dying before right because before it's just always kind of been like yeah but i don't really look up to any celebrity like that because i don't none of them really had impact on my life like that right um which is weird considering that the one that i did feel emotional about 
was uh what most people would term as the second banana in a hip-hop group like i don't think i would have felt that way about q-tip and i don't mean that derogatorily to q-tip but fife was just such a hard worker and things seem to come naturally to q-tip where fife i watched him grow over the course of five or six albums into like a complete rapper like this is before um like i want to say on the first album he was on four songs and it and, and and it's not like oh they did him dirty it's like when you hear the album you're like yeah he should probably only be on four songs he's not he don't have 18 songs worth of hotness in him yet but he worked on it and uh got comfortable with himself you know he's a guy that uh you know he has so many iconic hip-hop lines but it's all you know sports references and uh you know references to his height and you know uh the height of mosey bows complexion of a hockey puck you know um <laughs> the five foot assassin like he just like he had so many so many bars and he was into the shit i was into like he wasn't this ethereal rapper like he was this down-to-earth dude like he said he felt like you could talk to him um so it was like you know like he's rapping and he's making references to sports you know he's talking about you know um with with, with john starks on the knicks and and you're like i remember that game Mm -hmm. you know like like he's you know he's talking you know i got more hits than the uh braves and the yankees you know like he's like he's making references that you get where you know some some rappers just had this kind of outer space type approach and uh i just i'll never forget that about fife and watching him grow into a more like complete mc so uh and you know and i remember it was funny as a kid i used to evangelize for try call quest so <laughs> you know like i it, it's funny because you know i'm not very much an outgoing person like that so if i like something i'm comfortable with me liking it and you don't gotta like it fuck it i like it and that's enough right and probably from enough people saying they ain't like tribe is where this came from uh so i've probably been this way since i was probably 15 to 16 but um i, I remember you know like people be like i'll be like what you listening to and they like oh you know i'm listening to big oh you like big man you a little try call quest you ever heard of midnight marauders <laughs> they look at you like nigga what right they, they would listen they'd be like i i don't like this and i'm like but this shit hot though you know like i remember um we were uh i was working at wendy's and we used to take these drives in the company van up to the north side of uh to, uh, to huntersville i think to uh work in the wendy's so we could get training then we would they would drive us all the way back home we were all kids and so they would throw on people's favorite tapes or cds and i would always bring my walkman with me and listen to my headphones and they would be jamming to the shit that was on the radio you know big Pac, you know all this you know the the major artists of the time um uh, and this is even really before jay-z was was major like that true Uh, but um they would be jamming out to that shit and i would keep my headphones on they'd be like you know one day they're just like rob why you always wear those fucking headphones i'm like because i want to listen to my music and it's like man what what you listening to and i was like you know comment and try to call quest and they're like well let us hear it and i remember i gave them the um comment and they immediately was like man take this shit out man this shit whack boo this nigga nigga, boo that's what the whole man did to you and then i'm like okay and they was like what about that trial call quest what's that 
i let them listen to that and we probably made it through a song and a half that's like man i don't like this shit take this shit out man it's too jazzy um, like yeah that's why i wear my headphones and let y'all rock y'all shit right i'm like go back to cnc music factory and i'll go <laughs> back everybody dance now. <laughs> right gang, 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 gang. <laughs> i was like i'll go back to my shit but it was you know i feel like um i always wanted people to like tribe and i didn't realize it till i got older uh because i wanted them to like me right it's like if you like this then you'll like what i'm about you know because because this is kind of what i'm about it's a little bit rc but it's a lot down to earth it's a little bit you know jazzy but it's but it's upbeat too like it's you know it's like it's cool it's creative it's different and that's what i wanted people to respect about me so uh rest in peace uh rest in peace fife man uh sad that uh he's gone but uh he left behind a whole lot of great music and ironically i listened to a lot of it today because uh, i was down about it but listening to it made me feel better you know which is which is weird because i thought i better not listen to any trial call quest today because i'm gonna cry and uh, i was so i started but then i was you know i was crying anyway so i was like i should might as well listen to it if i'm gonna be crying let me just be jamming and crying in the room by myself mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that yeah and so um i started listening to it and i stopped crying like i wasn't sad about it at all because uh he left that legacy and it felt like he was still here so and i have a question i mm-hmm. didn't read your blog but you have pictures and stuff on your blog of you and your dad and your brother oh it was me and my brother and this kid named jay we went okay, to uh, yeah we went to um carowinds or the movies i can't remember where we spent a summer with jay and um <laughs> uh it, i just took that picture because it was just one of the many pictures i had with my walkman because uh, I, I always uh, had my walkman like i'm yeah you did with two people i'm in public there's really no fucking re- like we're going to see like a movie or something so there's really zero reason for me to have my walkman but uh i guarantee some tribe was in there so uh but yeah i saw that and i was and i was blink you know i was i was looking good in the teal you know shout out to in the jean shorts <laughs> shout out to what wearing, y'all young people know about jean shorts <laughs> shout out to wearing uh complete matching colors from head to toe right your socks match your shirt i mean that 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 outfit when i bought that outfit it might as well have been like when you're living <laughs> yes single <laughs> like that shit was 100 <laughs> percent 90s yes like that, that like that shit should have started like martin lawrence came out and made a joke about it that's how fucking ah! 90s my outfit was in that picture but um but i always had that 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 walkman i fought a dude on the bus one time because he wanted to listen to my walkman and he was like the bully of our neighborhood oh you know you ain't and i knew back. i couldn't win the fight but i knew that i wasn't giving up my walkman right for you to fucking take yeah like he just like man let me listen to your shit man i was like one one you wouldn't even like this well who you listen to try a call quest man i like that shit man give me that shit i was like no No, man because i'm like what if he take my shit and don't give it back right you know and so um he was just like man you don't give me that walk mama beat your ass and i said well then you just gonna have to beat my ass everybody was like ooh, because like i said i did live in a black neighborhood and that was routine (laughs) yeah and uh i remember getting off and hoping 
that he would get off at his stop instead of mine and he did not he decided to get off with me and um i took my book bag um and i put my walkman uh in my book bag and i put my book bag on backwards so that the front was uh facing facing my like my chest where right. it was on my chest and i remember fighting this dude and uh, well, I, it's, I, I don't call it fighting it really wasn't fighting uh <laughs> I, I remember getting beat up by this dude and the only thing i cared about was protecting my my walkman like i just didn't want a punch or something or to fall to break it yeah him to kick it or something and i don't know after a couple of minutes of him swinging on me and me not doing shit uh he left me alone you know um uh, but i i remember i was with my friend uh damien who also uh you know like tribe and he liked a lot of shit i remember enemy. damien and uh <laughs> obviously he didn't help me in the fight Mm-mm. uh but <laughs> but i remember you know i was i was so mad because you know when you get beat up you be mad and i was walking home and i was thinking all the shit i should have did you know how it is like i could you know, i should have swapped that nigga then i should have hit him with a roundhouse and then chopped him in the neck and then after that i should have did an elbow to the eye because like that's yeah, how you do after yeah. you get beat up yeah you think about that now but you'd have had to do some explaining to some parents i wouldn't have been able to do any of that shit but in my mind i was right. like you know i should have you know i if i would have just swung backwards would have could have should have you know but um i remember like breaking down and then you know crying and shit and uh damien was like you know you all right man and i was like i'm fine man just go ahead and go home without me and he you know he started walking because i was just so kind of embarrassed in a way right. but i put on that that walkman <laughs> throw on that tribe <laughs> and walked home and i was fine right. you know i take that as a for this i don't even know if i told my parents about that you know like (laughs) by the time i got home it was all good you know you know who else had a bad day that day uh fife dog did eight million stories check out that uh song uh fife had a horrible day that way that day too he went to carvel to get a milkshake you know (laughs) honey father's loot cakes so um anyway rest in peace fife and damn did my did my mouse just die oh you need a battery i may need a battery I'm gonna say, I don't see no red light. That might mean it's dead. Yeah, I think I need a battery for my mouse. Okay. Uh, du- double A can. Uh, yeah, yeah, that battery is dead. Okay. Um, <laughs> just like Faith, the battery is dead, y'all. It can never make a hot rap song again. Um, but yeah, I remember walking home that day and uh, listening to Tribe, and it was all good. So uh and i i hope that you know the the, i hope everybody can leave a legacy like that that people can identify with when they grow up and people can uh you know it'll have an impact on folks uh well after you're gone and why doesn't this shit want to work am i missing a switch or something i don't know is that battery dead too no it can't be that maybe the mouse died oh this is great radio this is (laughs) You know we got about you know we got about forty five of them. You want another mouse? Uh, we might have to. Okay. I have no idea what happened though. Uh, and I can't even pause the recording because mouse ain't working. Oh, I got it in backwards. There we go. Okay. 
all right and boom all right so you ready to uh oh wait um this show is brought to you by uh <laughs> by a few by a couple people first of all shout out our productions we have an album uh in amazon and uh itunes it's called uh sunspot and other ratchetness it's an album that we recorded audio plays on me and character play me and karen play characters and uh if i do say so myself we are pretty funny and we are we are all like tributes to a trial called quest dead people we are kind of funny <laughs> and you can check us out man so um sunspot and other ratchetness by the album leave five star reviews for the album let people know what you think about it even if you don't buy it leave a five star review anyway um and also we're brought to you by bevel that's right this podcast is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today and use code free tbgwt and you can get a free first month of bevel that's right now it's only for new customers and memberships only so make sure you guys get in there and put it in your baby mama name but whatever it takes get your free bevel shaving system free tbgwt all right i know what you guys really want to hear about the walking dead i know white people are like who's a trial called quest uh <laughs> <laughs> them negroes and they tribes what's happening right. here is it is it okay if i say tribe or is that racist um but yeah uh we are here to talk about the walking dead uh episode uh 14 of uh season six called twice as far um which has uh a lot of stuff happening in it mm-hmm um let me see if i can find there we go uh yeah in this episode of the walking dead we find out um what the fallout is from the negan stuff we find out how carol has been affected uh the crew starts thinking about life uh after uh taking care of the saviors such as uh going out and creating bullet getting bullets getting medicine things that um you need in order to survive uh what'd you think about this episode karen i loved it i liked it as well i liked it a whole lot a lot of twists and lots of turns and lots of shit that happened it was uh it got some pretty high ratings 12.69 so you know uh ever since they came back from the uh break you know the ratings have been down just a little bit but uh it's holding pretty steady at about a little a, a little over 12 and a half so good 12 and a half million people still tuning in every week mm-hmm. uh so we'll definitely be getting another season or two. Oh yes all right so you know how we do here we go scene by scene break this bad boy down and uh no different here this episode starts with like a montage of just 
everybody in alexandria doing shit olivia's tending to the um to the uh i don't know what you call the the reserves the stocks you know the Mm -hmm. canned goods and all that stuff uh been a while since we've seen olivia um father gay patrolling with his rifle eugene was taking a post at the gate um maybe to do patrol but now he has a machine gun he's actually helping uh morgan is training with his staff uh so it's good to see the um the crew staying sharp the group staying focused you know you got mm-hmm. people contributing now that weren't contributing before um meanwhile carol is on the porch just chain smoking new ports like she, it's the leftovers she was smoking the hell out of them cigarettes yeah and the way she was smoking reminded me of the leftovers how people smoke because they're just like fuck it i can't wait to die and the faster it gets here the better so let's just smoke and not say anything so she was sitting on the corner just i mean on the on the porch smoking new ports uh like all the dudes without jobs in the projects like a like a train according to uh republicans oh lord uh like the smoke coming out of trains (laughs) they show morgan building a cell uh and he was putting the final uh final touches on it he and he had like he had like brick blocks and everything in his cell honey he had sell that place up he been working yeah like this wasn't no bullshit that he Mm -hmm. made like he made a he won't be sure you wouldn't get your ass out of that piece yeah and uh shout out to him because i said it last week and i'll say it again i think him building that cell is one of the more important things that can happen uh for their society uh it's about uh he said rick shows up and asks him why is he building it and he tells rick it's about having choices and uh i agree everything can't be the death penalty that's true you know too many like you you can't unless you're gonna have this barbaric uh negan type system which it seems like uh negan system is you know cutting off fingers and you know killing killing people and scarring people and shit like unless you're gonna do that um you gotta have some type of code in a jail cell might not be the worst idea in the world um and but rick kind of had that look at him like okay you know like that's cool um and honestly morgan's doing something that i think more people should do it's a society and really what the walking dead is about is built rebuilding a society i think a lot of people see it as a survival um show i don't think it's a survival show Mm -mm. um i don't think it's sci-fi i don't even think it's horror i think it's a world building society building uh show it's what would you do if society crumbled and you had to restart it and rebuild it again right and that's pretty much what rick and crew have been building towards this whole time and part of a society is you have to have rules and laws and shit at some point and uh hopefully you can add some nuance to the rules and laws and have a prison of some type and i think that's really important to build one uh plus the the thing they had before jesus escaped from in five seconds and the wolf escaped from it it's really not secure at all yeah you just put him in a big ass room yeah like even if the wolf denise would have been treating the wolf it might have worked out better if they had a sale true um let's see what else um carol was sitting on the porch and tobin came and kissed her and what'd you think about that oh so she probably looked like she started living with him yeah they're like they're out in the open about it at least right because before when they kissed it was kind of secretly at night before she left and 
now she's sitting on the porch in broad daylight smoking a virginia slim and mm-hmm. he's coming by kissing her on his way to work um and i the camera lingers on her face a little bit after the kiss and to me you could kind of tell that she's not romantically into him as much as he would like like she smiled when she kissed him but the second he walked away every every trace of that smile left her face so to me it felt like maybe she was putting on an act for him you know like oh, i'm happy everything's fine but right. really she's just like she, i'm fucking devastated after the shit that we went through last week right and i think she wants some normalcy and maybe this is just me what is normalcy now when i mean normalcy is like she's she's like because y'all think on the previous episode how she was cooking cookies she was kind of doing things to kind of make it quote somewhat normal to what it was before mm-hmm. and i think um her being with him was kind of i don't, I don't want to say settling but kind of like normal like okay you know we kind of like each other it will be quote unquote normal i don't feel like i have to get out here and do these things and kill people that's why she was devastated when they came well not devastated but the expression on her face was like we got to do some we got to kill again actually Mm -hmm. because she had got to the point where she was like i might not have to do this anymore i guess in my opinion this is kind of how i felt from the character and i think that for her this was kind of because like i said she moved in with him and I might be wrong because we didn't see the conversation. She was more truthful with Daryl than I think she was with him. Yeah, right. I agree with all that stuff. I think um, she does see it as this is what people should want and this is what I need to get back to maybe and find something. But, yeah, I think when she had the cookies and Rick came back and said they were going to have to fight – and her face afterwards said everything which is that she don't want to fight anymore and then the ordeal she went through being kidnapped was like the icing on the cake of well shit i didn't want to fight and now this is even worse you know right um so uh we also cut to rosita who's getting dressed uh putting on her clothes she stands up we see there's a lump in the bed uh and the lump and this is after seeing rosita's face and her face looks kind of like i guess regretful almost and the lump right. in the bed turns out to be spencer which i didn't see coming uh, well see i did okay i saw it coming that they could be together or f- have sex or something like be like that it wouldn't be too crazy during the episode where she complimented him when they both were on the top of the fence Mm-hmm. um and she was taken over for guard duty from him and she uh complimented him on shooting that that zombie that truck whatever person you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. uh i saw something there where i was like okay like you know i maybe if if things didn't work out with abe or something they could ship them they're two reasonably good looking people um and i'm not as down on spencer as other people i think spencer was a total dick to his mom but he kind of paid that penance when he had to go find her corpse and get closure uh and kill zombie deanna uh also i felt like his plan to escape the wall was was a plan to try to save everybody and uh more than anything this episode reminds me of like an idiom that i learned in playing basketball a turnover is just a person trying to make a play 
that was that had some risk involved hmm. but they were trying to help the team but it like we look at turnovers as nothing but negative but sometimes a turnover is a turnover always happens because someone was trying to do something positive true right so um you know it's it's, it's odd to think about because nobody thinks of it that way so i look at spencer failing to escape and almost dying that time as a turnover but he was trying to help he was you see what i'm saying so uh i don't know that spencer is such a terrible person no but we have seen him be a dick to his mom and get drunk and uh all this shit so we i think it's just hard to see him as anything other than that the guy who did that shit right and it was almost like i don't know maybe i maybe in my mind it was one of those things where for rosita she was like not time I fuck it, it's dick because it was right. one of those things where she didn't really look like she enjoyed the sex. Yeah, she had that uh not this dick. Right. She was face. like, This is temporary. She she would look at him like, Nigga, you didn't make me come. Why am I even here? I wasted my time. I yeah. could've been by myself. And it also it could be that thing too where somebody's um not just regretful not just regretful necessarily of um the 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 in how good or bad the sex was but just regretful of any level of sex because it's like i'm not having sex with this person because i like them right i'm having sex because i don't want to be alone true you know i had a man in my bed every night or for help for however long that she's been with eugene and uh a right and now she suddenly had the blanket pulled from under her and she may be trying to get a semblance of that back even though you know this isn't really the answer because she doesn't really want to be in a relationship with this dude Mm-mm. anyway um uh daryl got his bike back and carol saw it uh <laughs> daryl's looking like red and friday got my <laughs> my bike my chain all right you shine it up and shit um but uh he told carol he should have killed them niggas and carol really sounded like she didn't want to hear that shit no she didn't like not saying she disagreed but she just had this look like do we gotta kill every fucking body like Mm. you know maybe you're wrong maybe you don't have to kill him but i mean she didn't argue with him but she just had this look like ah here we go with the bullshit again right you can tell she's getting exhausted yeah which is totally reasonable um a lady who was you know uh came into this uh zombie apocalypse is a victim of a domestically violent abusive husband has turned into the biggest killer on the show and as people who watch the show at home and have no attachment to that reality it's easy for us to just go yay super ninja carol but when you think about the morality of losing her daughter having killed uh you know that one crazy child like Mm -hmm. the shit she's seen the thing you know uh sam dying like she may just have reached her limit you know like i don't i'm i've had enough of killing you know that may just be where she's at right now yeah that and i think that she actually kept a diary and people kind of glossing over that Mm -hmm. her keeping that means something she not she not writing that shit down just because she writing it because it actually affects her you know and it's like and i even think this is actually completely separate from morgan she been tracking that shit down before she even knew who morgan was right so it's one of these things where she actually been keeping the tally and been keeping the track and she says she can't sleep at night right so it has been directly affecting her 
and i think like i say because a lot of people have a separation they just see people i think a lot of people think her actions are erratic but i i don't think they're erratic they, they actually make sense to me um because most of us have never killed anybody in our life and really wouldn't know and understand the real toll that it takes on somebody to do that and i think daryl has seen that uh she's affected by it because he asked what they do to you and i'm assuming right. he means last week when she was kidnapped with maggie like because right, he was like you're not the same person because he i think he 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 has a connection with her stronger than anybody else so right. he immediately go this ain't you what's wrong right and she said to us they didn't do anything and i think in and in my mind what that means is carol's thinking to herself what we did to those people is who we are now and i don't want to be that anymore Mm-mm. like at no point were we really going to be killed by these people because they didn't know how fucking dangerous and savage we are at this point and i don't think i don't think carol's proud of that the way that we can be proud of it as fans right you know because you know to fans it's just kind of like carol is super fucking dope she's she's bae she out here killing motherfuckers for you know uh for messing with the crew and i think for carol inside her own head she's like nah that's not that's not what i want to be um then carol went on the porch and she still held on to that crucifix which you know i think shows that the shit she was doing last week wasn't a hundred percent an act Mm-mm. uh when she was you know doing the fake praying and shit uh you know and trying to pretend that she was just like a church mom who got stuck there uh you know it like some of that's real right seems. like when she told that woman i you know uh i hope i don't have to kill you and i think that was real she was like i don't want to have to do it right what were you afraid of this right um so spencer is offering rosita some uh beef jerky stroganoff um uh which sounds terrible uh beef jerky stroganoff but hey they probably only got terrible options at this point in the z-pock so uh that's better than nothing and rosita was bushing him off and i think it's because he's just a rebound guy to her right act like she don't want a relationship with you boo boo yeah and he basically said well just tell me one way or the other because this is bullshit do you want to be with me or not i don't mind either way like if you just want to come over and fuck me and sleep in my bed cool if you actually want to get a chance to know me um then would you please allow me that chance and she was like yeah yeah whatever we can eat uh <laughs> which isn't the nicest acceptance of a dinner uh dinner date but uh spencer seems okay with you know getting a chance you know um and i gotta say uh i don't um i don't i don't know exactly where rosita's coming from you know with the spencer thing but uh i don't blame spencer right you know like i actually kind of enjoyed the way they wrote the scene which was you know instead of the typical like you've been sleeping with me you know Mm -hmm. you need to be a man and tell me what you want to do like it was the opposite where there's a dude being like i got emotions you know what i mean (laughs) like it was kind of a right um, he looking like i know you just broke up with your boo so i could understand if there's nothing here right um denise gets the bright idea to go to edison's apothecary and boutique because there might be some medicine there and she tells this to daryl and uh rosita who are both like that's a good idea we'll go and then denise says i want to go too and 
I thought that's and they say that's a fucking terrible idea you've never been outside these walls right that was my thing I was like why do you want to go but as all Alexandrians have proven to be on this show at one point or another uh Denise decided to go the stupid route and said if they don't if they don't go let her go with them she'll go by herself said i'll go alone if i have to go alone if i have to right and she knew that they would not allow her to do that at that point you have to go with her to protect her because she's a dumbass alexandrian and she's the only doctor you have right now i saw people saying stuff like i would make a rule where the doctors can't leave here's what you don't understand you you can't stop a human being from doing any fucking thing they want to in this in this world unless you're gonna kill them or something right at least in this group this group is not negan's group or uh terminus or some shit where it's like you can't go outside the walls oh okay cool i'll just be a slave like it's not how it works so for people that were like you know she's a doctor she can't leave the fuck i can't i'm an adult they couldn't keep maggie from going on missions pregnant you think they're gonna be able to stop denise no it ain't fucking make sense um and also you gotta bust your chariot sometime in this world you just cannot be useless your entire fucking time in this world because you get mad when they're useless you get mad when they don't know how to do shit right but then we get mad at them for learning and i felt like denise was pressed to go outside and learn she's like i took all my machete class uh machete um 101 coursework and i like i like to get some field work under my belt um so she decided to go with um daryl and rosita um my favorite part of this conversation is when daryl turns to rosita and says you good with this and rosita says no right <laughs> like they both was like this is a terrible idea right because we got to protect us and her yeah but uh the next scene they're in the truck and they're all in the cab of the truck and i love just the funniness of the proximity it's three people in the front cab of a truck <laughs> so it's like you know it's like it's not like a car with one person in the back seat and it's denise in the middle um and daryl's struggling to drive stick he's driving this this truck is a stick and he's just struggling with this shit like me driving tearing the clutch up Mm -hmm. uh which i thought was the biggest sights on television uh other than uh chris kardashian in the kitchen on the juice (laughs) yeah I was looking like now daryl know how to drive a shift right and and chris kardashian ain't never, chris kardashian ain't never been in no kitchen making sandwiches get out of Ever. here um so they run up uh they're driving to the apothecary they there's a tree that fell into the road middle of the road to which i immediately thought it's a trap yeah oh i thought it's a trap they about to get hemmed up fucking with denise and her dumb ass plan right they get out and they find out up oh, the tree rotted it wasn't people so it wasn't cut down anywhere or pushed down uh and some zombies were under it and um they had some alcohol rosita confiscated the alcohol while denise stayed in the truck and daryl investigated the scene and uh rosita said y'all want some something to drink because i ain't turning this shit into olivia because you know spencer gonna get it ah <laughs> uh and she decided uh to keep that shit um blame her yep and um they basically end up splitting up here because there's the rail tracks the the uh rail railroad tracks that you can take 
to the place and then there's like a road you can take to the place the railroad tracks are apparently faster but daryl and eventually denise decide to take the road because uh daryl does not fuck with railroad tracks anymore after terminus that and he's a fucking tracker so his thing was like no from a perspective of you don't want to be seen that's dumb well they were taking a road there i don't know why they wouldn't be seen on the road and his way did take longer i didn't like a put it this way the reason he gave was not anything about tracking he just said yeah, that's true he just said he wasn't taking railroad tracks no more uh, yeah well that's strictly terminus and she and rosita went with them so she don't understand right his thing about nah we ain't fucking with no railroad yeah rosita tracks. never went to terminus so she probably don't have the ptsd of looking at them tracks and thinking i might get eight right but uh they split up which is of course a horrible stupid thing to do in a zombie yes. apocalypse but this show is about people and people do horrible stupid things all the time yes they do some of y'all still got student loan debt now what anyway uh <laughs> i feel like every time every time someone says people did something stupid on the show i always want to like someone should personally insult something they did stupid it's like you know people do stupid shit every day man and you know um rosita's still obviously pissed about what happened with abe um uh, but i figured this is probably an upgrade i don't know why she tripping you know but uh she's she's you know and plus abe's sex talk is probably super corny oh you know it's the worst you ready for my bitch quick little mama Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna take some of this mother dick tonight no. take all this mother dick mm-hmm. i don't want no gravy on my biscuits i'm good <laughs> mm-hmm. that's how that conversation gonna go uh so um <laughs> denise went with uh with daryl and i do remember that scene where she said he reminds her of somebody she used to know and stuff when she gave him that food so maybe she just trusts him more but anyway she picked uh denise picked daryl over rosita so it, rosita had to walk the tracks alone and daryl went his way yeah i went with daryl too okay sexist i sure am wow well because right. he can track somebody down with fart and a hair piece of hair why would i be with the other person <laughs> no i'm going with the tracker rosita probably taught uh everybody how to fight though you know with her training and stuff with the guns and she taught uh eugene you know anyway um i mean she'd have been safe either route but i would have went with daryl too i don't blame her uh eugene and abe uh apparently have broke off into their group and where they are both going on a secret mission that you know i guess eugene didn't want to tell anybody about yet not even abe as they're walking um and they had some of the greatest commentary ever i really hope they start their own podcast talking to each other <laughs> this shit the best they call uh <laughs> abe said i see you cut off your the the mullet the old tennessee waterfall is what he called it and uh eugene talked about how he does miss it there's nothing better than the breeze blowing through his, his billowy curtain uh all this shit for a fucking mugget mullet uh abraham said uh you know he could he could tell eugene's been working training trying to step up swigging some swagger with the ladies and spitting game to which uh eugene said you don't spit game you are game it's like this entire conversation <laughs> was so fucking good i like i can listen to it all day 
uh i don't know if it was appropriation or not i don't know black people they even talk like that so i don't even know what that was like Mm-mm. swigging some swagger is not some shit i ever heard a black person say Mm-mm. and you don't spit game you are game seems like some shit that's from like uh martin or something <laughs> like maybe they <laughs> they appropriated uh uh hanging with mr cooper um eugene told went on this big analogy about how he is no longer the eugene that um abe knew and he's leveling up this shit is all like a role-playing game and he's leveling up and he's trying to become a more developed character yeah he's trying to like contribute to everything because you know my man rick gave everybody that uh that halftime speech so uh eugene's got a battery in his back now he wants to be somebody um let's see at this time denise and daryl catch up with rosita and uh rosita says who taught you how to fight uh to i'm sorry denise says who taught you how to fight to rosita which we all know is probably abe Mm -hmm. and that immediately became an awkward conversation because of course rosita doesn't want to answer that shit um and denise realizes it a second after she says it which welcome to my world are you uh pregnant oh shit no shouldn't have said that (laughs) 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 uh so she had one of those moments and and you know rosita was you know she's like who taught you how to fight rosita and rosita was like easy taught me (laughs) and uh (laughs) easy taught you where yeah that makes rosita the amber rose of the zombie apocalypse which would then make sasha kim kardashian and abe kanye west (laughs) and mashona rick are jay-z and beyonce that's right i thought it's all the way through guys that's deep it's deep this is why you come to our podcast for the best recap (laughs) right on the internet uh so um (laughs) basically rosita was like you know she don't want to talk about a but he'll just become another lit on a long list of dudes that uh she learned shit from but she don't fuck with no more uh and we find out eugene's secret mission ta 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 he's taking abe to a factory where they can make bullets and abe thinks that is the smartest fucking thing in the world it is it's really smart yeah and i like it because eugene is smart we know he's smart because when he lied for a whole season um his lie was good enough to convince everybody because he was that smart mm-hmm. and he does know some shit yeah he signs the hell out of that lie but he's done things in the past made batteries and stuff like that like he's not um completely useless but he ain't gonna cure the zombie apocalypse uh virus so Mm-mm. uh but you know it was uh it was a cool moment where a it felt like abe and eugene were were bonding and abe was gaining respect for eugene and then a zombie came over um a uh, shout out to uh my man uh abe who told eugene mid-sentence to put a pause on it so he could go kill the zombie <laughs> and eugene said nope i got this zombie i called dibs and dibs is dibs uh and he walked over to the zombie and swung his sword and a machete and apparently the zombie died in some 
horrible wood smelting accident i mean metal smelting accident that shit bounced up his head like a rubber kick bottom like yeah and uh as soon as that happens abe goes strike one then eugene tried to slam it into a, a, a iron basin or something to like to i guess to like make it fall apart and that didn't work and you and uh abe says step uh strike two right because his head was fucking covered in hard metal and eugene is de- at this point he's determined to prove to abe that he's got this and so he takes he tries to grab a piece of rebar but the zombie is trying to bite him and it won't stop and it's getting kind of intense and the music is swelling and abe finally steps in and kills the zombie and eugene of course gets pissed off and says why'd you do that mm-hmm. and he was like because i thought it'd be better to save your life than to let you die right trying to be bold and, and uh, then i gotta be accountable telling them that i watched you die yeah and uh eugene was like man look dog i can do all this shit and i'm i'm good and uh abe was like you have better luck picking up a turd by his clean in uh which i don't know what that means me either uh <laughs> but um you know he was he was basically like um this ain't your thing yeah like you're uh this is what this is why you had me come out here with you you needed somebody to have your back and so a uh i mean eugene says basically you're fired he said i appreciate that but i don't need you to protect me anymore i don't need your services your services are no longer required you can leave um and basically tells abe to get the fuck on because he good he got this and abe looked at him like bitch what you just tell me exactly <laughs> but abe did abe said okay if that's what you want no problem and he got up to leave right and eugene was like hold up wait now <laughs> like you telling me my son you find your you get home on your own then yeah and to, now did you feel that this fight was really about that eugene has come of age and abe has been he sees abe is holding him back this put like this because eugene is such a fucking awkward character it would have been a better way to talk to him but because he told him his services was no longer needed, mm-hmm. that's very mean to somebody that he knows, like, dedicated so much his life to him, honestly. And it's very insulting to Abe uh, because Abe does actually care. And it's one of those things where Abe was like, nigga, I could have killed you before when I found out you fucking lied to me, but I didn't. And now you're going to tell me I'm voluntarily doing this because i actually care and you're gonna tell me my service is no longer needed you find your own damn way back home i felt that this fight was actually about rosita oh okay oh okay Okay. i think eugene watched how a broke rosita's heart and how he treated her like shit all this time Mm. uh and i think he wanted to hurt abe the way abe hurt rosita on some level i also think this fight is about abe beat eugene up yeah he did nobody brought that up when i was like looking on twitter he listening punched, to podcasts knocked the hell out of him this is the dude that beat him up and just like i was looking at the, the bully who beat me up after um i had my walkman 
like i want my like i was going around like i would have did this that and the other like at some point you have to stand up to your bully and i think in large ways eugene sees that abe looks down on him right he don't respect him and he's like i you should look at me as at least an equal and i'm gonna make the steps to make that happen but i think this fight was just really about you don't view me as an equal and you, and you should you know i contribute to this group in the ways that i can and i'm stepping up in the ways that i normally can't so it, you don't picture me as a charity case of someone you need to help now eugene of course overstepped his bounds i mean he needed help with that zombie yes he did but the point being i think that's how eugene sees it as the guy who beat me up saving me again you yeah. know and he don't want to he don't want to deal with that yeah because i think um uh, most of uh the series when it came to eugene he's always been the one hiding he's always been the one uh even when uh there was on the bus and the bus flipped over and you know he was scared of coming out of there it's one of the things where he's kind of always been a coward and so for the first time ever he's he's stepping up to the plate and he was like well i'm stepping up to the plate i can't be a coward no more well he's made small changes right he right. saved tara which was actually huge for him yes yeah um he fought um that one um dude who uh ended up beating him and later shot glenn i forget that dude's andrew was i forget what his name was aaron or andrew or something anyway he fought that dude and that dude ends up beating him up but you know i think it was glenn then came up and finished the job or something like that i forget mm-hmm. who it was don't write us and tell us how we got that wrong because i don't give a fuck nicholas nicholas that was that dick's name um so yeah he you know which is is, is in some ways it's braver to, to step up knowing you're gonna get your ass whooped than it is to fight the fair one and, and think you can win right True. so um he's been brushing off the cowardice for a while now and i feel like the character's coming full well he's coming around you know and he's still overdoing it a bit but his heart's in the right place that's what i did get that his heart's in the right place and it's one of those things where i'm 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 i might not be able to do the things that you can do but i'm not worthless and useless um so then we get back to the apothecary and we find out that uh um daryl and uh rosita and denise have hit the jackpot they found all the medicines to fire at the pharmacy uh now denise's entire alibi for why she needed to go on this trip was she can pick out the medicines they need the best or the most or whatever and daryl's like fuck it we just taking them all so they decide to take them all they hear a zombie but they realize from the sound that it's trapped somewhere so they're just like oh, we're, we're safe right because they've been doing this long enough to know if it's moving or not mm-hmm. and so um denise while everybody's packing up medicine decides to go investigate i was like bitch you don't get fucked up and the paint going in the it's like you didn't even hold the machete right uh rosita had to tell you that's that's the wrong way to hold the machete right she walks into the bathroom where the zombie noise is coming from she uh uses a flashlight and sees there's a dead zombie on the floor making a bunch of noise with uh the a broken with a cast on his leg and um no jawbone um then she looks onto like what appears to be like a sink or a changing table or something mm-hmm and there's a baby shoe and a whole bunch of blood and shit 
and on the wall there's a sign that says hush 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 and it seems like maybe some someone got stuck in there with their baby and ate their baby that's what it looked like to me son oh well that's ironic because just last week paula i think was her name was saying that babies are nothing but snacks for the zombies (laughs) right um so there you go or either that well well yeah well yeah okay yeah that make more that that makes sense cut them up because i would say change it to a zombie and then attack but yet if you did that they wouldn't have cut the baby up but so yes that makes no sense no i think it may have changed it to a zombie and then attacked i don't know i didn't okay. see the baby get cut up i just i mean obviously that that was a zombie that was in there maybe it did something to the baby right like the person was alive and and turned it some period yeah of time. and then it ate mm-hmm. the baby or something right. i don't know because it wasn't like a little baby zombie was around there Mm-mm. that would be creepy to see though a little baby zombie like an infant zombie we've seen children yeah but not not, not, not not that small but we've seen children like a baby zombie oh that would be freaky um anyway um she sees this baby that's been eaten uh at least the shoe of it and freaks the fuck out and runs and knocks over all the glass in the place i'm just like motherfucker right you know it's like you're gonna draw goddamn attention and rosita who's still frustrated and angry even having to be out here with dumb old dumbo right it's like what the hell are you doing and then uh denise defensively tries to act like it's nothing and then walks out like like mind your business like shut up ah! you know these alexandrians man i fucking hate them like it's just so like I, I don't hate them for not knowing shit as much as i hate them for being so defensive about not knowing shit you know they're like trump voters yeah. uh but yeah i, I was, i'm surprised rosita didn't cuss her ass out after she knocked all that glass down rosita yeah. probably had in spanish a couple of alcohol a couple of bottles airplane bottles of alcohol in the system at that point come on dog you know she probably She's about to be the punta right rest in peace to uh to bob he would have enjoyed that alcohol oh yeah um so then denise uh i was walking with daryl and she talks about how uh she because she grabbed a sign a little tag that said dennis and uh, from the apothecary and she fought she was talking to daryl about how she had an older brother six minutes older his name was dennis so they were twins uh and he was angry and he was you know uh kind of quiet or whatever and it made sense when she said uh, daryl said it reminded him of merle but it makes sense because when she said that daryl reminded her of somebody two episodes ago she must have been talking about her dead brother uh, okay that makes sense now kind of angry kind of quiet you know uh maybe that's why she's forgiving of him and nice to him you know trying to make this connection i don't know All right. um and this is the part where they start walking down the train tracks because daryl makes a compromise and says okay we could take the tracks back it's quicker way it's a quicker way back to the truck and plus um you know uh i'm not being a dick anymore sorry about earlier basically and they all kind of start walking down the tracks and it seems like everything is all good um they walk up past some cars that are on, on the side of the railway and denise decides i better investigate i don't know was the day today i got to prove myself because she did it and eugene did it yeah people got to prove themselves man 
people are still people true and now what a lot of people don't realize when they say well that was stupid these people live in a world with no tv anymore okay true well you don't have tv you gotta take some needless risky chances guys yeah variety is the spice of life as they say mm-hmm. uh but not nah, well she the and then here's the thing she went to this car and the car had a thermos in it uh, uh i mean a cooler in it and she was like maybe something cool in the cooler we can get it and they were like it's not worth it let's go and she's like no i want it and she's like yelling from you know whatever and she tries to go in there and get the th- get the cooler anyway and it was at this moment that i had a realization and i just said you know what if there's a doctor at hilltop denise is totally expendable as a character that's redundancy you know as far as the show's concerned i'm not saying i want her to die but i'm like if she died that's fine they already got another doctor like who's much more better prepared to you know with ultrasound equipment and shit he takes obamacare all the insurance you know like he's a better doctor anyway um so uh denise gets the cooler and kills a zombie even though it falls on top of her and all this shit and daryl and rosita come down there fuss at her and tell her she's you know why you taking these needless chances and uh she turns and says uh hey y'all going to um y'all going to hilltop and y'all killing niggas man and shit that was a needless chance we all taking chances it's the only way to survive that's true and there's no difference between me taking this chance for uh she got three coke zeros and a orange crush yes she did and then daryl said you did all this for four sodas though and she said no just one the orange crush uh and i'm like wow even in the future people even in zombie apocalypse people don't want to fuck with coke zero that's messed mm-hmm. up uh but yeah it was just she had this moment where she's like this to me is all risky it's all taking chances and we all have to be prepared to take these chances and i'm taking my chance for high fructose corn syrup sorry Ah! um and here's the thing i was thinking too maybe denise was acting out because of her time with the wolf Mm. maybe she felt helpless during that time with the wolf and unprepared and you know she's like she needed him to help her survive that heard the zombies and she really wasn't able to do shit for herself right she was like i won't be like that no more i have to learn how to not be as helpless yeah i think a lot of people have like this you know trial by fire shit where it's like uh, i'm like they just i think the alexandrians more than anything the thing that they've gotten from rick's crew is they realize how useless they are and how they want to be of use right and i gotta be better yeah because honey she was sweating like the three little pigs when that dude was with her and then that was and she was basically 100 percent helpless yeah she was just gonna go with him she couldn't help like there was nothing she could do to get out of that situation right it was no fighting back or anything um but for a chick named denise she sure was acting like a theo at the moment um so they rosita confronts her even further and then she turns around and we find out ta-da the mission and the reason she chose rosita and daryl was because she is trained in psychology and she thought they needed some psychology help 
she thought you know daryl's tough and reminds her of her brother and makes her feel safe so she took him with her she thought rosita has never been alone now i don't now how do you think she meant that when she said rosita's never been alone just like that never been alone alone as far as you never been without a man you've never mm. been like like alone like to yourself and in your own thought process um because and proof of that is that she immediately went to spencer you know so she's never had a time where she was literally by herself had to be in her own thoughts so you do think spencer is in her mind um not necessarily a replacement for aid but a replacement for a warm body in the bed yeah a lot of a lot of people do that but i know a lot of women do that because it's like i'd rather have a dick than no dick yeah hmm so um yeah i took it as her saying like maybe you know uh rosita is a codependent type person uh when it came to abe and she just i don't know for some reason was like you know you can come out here too anyway uh they were both starting to listen to her it seemed like she was getting through to him and then uh she caught that theon i did not see that coming she was hard in the middle of that speech yeah a theon is when you giving a really intense monologue um and uh you get fucked up because that's what happened to theon more than once on game of thrones uh and i feel like she caught the the theon because she was talking that thing you heard i kept saying oh 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 oh, no (laughs) yeah my favorite part is that she gets an arrow through the eye from the back of her head uh shout out to fetty carl but she didn't become uh fetty denise because she it clearly went through her brain uh but she kept trying to talk through it right right because her mind was still functioning yeah that's what was so funny is like her mind was like i can make this work yeah you know what i'm I mean? pretty sure it went blurry and slow it was like uh uh uh, uh but the uh uh ain't y'all need to like, oh, oh oh yeah she was like you need to like her brain was like get off of me i can do this myself i can finish this sentence mm-hmm. i'm not too drunk to drive let me see if i can uh play it for you guys i mean it are you do you have any clue what that was to me what this whole thing is to me see i have training in this shit I'm not making it up as I go along, like with the stitches and the surgery and the... I asked you to come with me because you're brave like my brother, and sometimes you actually make me feel safe. Uh, Shout out to her for not being able to come up with a third day. Sorry. (laughs) And I wanted you here because you're alone. Probably for the first time in your life. And because you're stronger than you think you are, which gives me hope that maybe I can be too. I could have gone with Tara. I could have told her I loved her, but I didn't. Because I was afraid. That's what's stupid. Not coming out here, not facing my shit, and it makes me sick that you guys aren't even trying because you're strong and you're smart and you're both really good people and if you don't wait ah. 
her brain really was like i can finish this just give me a second yeah i think her brain had already processed that information and it would just slow to be like oh, oh don't oh, wake oh. up and yeah it's like sleep mode oh my god every time i see that is shocking right right i'm surprised every single time <laughs> um so yeah she got a she got hit in the head with that crossbow bolt um mm-hmm. which uh is sad you know um so um at that time we find out that it is an ambush and uh the guys from negan's crew come out of the woods and they got eugene hostage and to me i know before we talked about the tracking but from i mean you said didn't have nothing to do with tracking i honestly think it had everything to do with tracking i know that i i do agree with you with terminix but i also think for terminus terminus but i also agree with tracking because yeah they went another route but you know what they went out in the open well nah they took the road i would they just didn't show they don't show like they they showed remember okay uh to go back remember when rosita was sitting down by the train tracks and then daryl and uh daryl and um denise walk up Mm -hmm. they're walking down the road they're just walking in the middle of the road there's no they didn't take a path they didn't cut through the woods there's no secret they just walk. they just took the long way around down the road because daryl was like i'm not taking railroad tracks anymore okay and i, I so it I, wasn't I, like a secret path that keeps them from being tracked there was no advantage to it he was being a dick you know i mean he decided that he doesn't do tracks anymore like it wasn't and that's why he didn't mind taking the tracks back it wasn't about being careful it was just he thinks tracks are fucked up at the terminus okay that's what i got from that you know he's just and not and for the record it's not like i blame him terminus was fucked they was eating people yeah they were. you might not want to take railroad tracks anymore you might be done with railroad tracks i get it yeah but and, and i think once they showed up it was more i guess in my mind i was like he was right y'all asses should have took the other route um maybe i felt like i felt like this ambush was probably inevitable you know like they have been waiting because the thing is if it was just about taking the tracks they probably would have ambushed rosita when she went through there you know i think they've been waiting for an opportunity to get all of them together and uh well as as we see um the the people who who come up there um uh come out of the woods with eugene and hostage one of them we know already mm-hmm. he's the guy who stole uh daryl's crossbow and his bike yep and he was like y'all you're gonna be sorry for ever see you again yep and uh the crossbow bolt that killed denise came from daryl's crossbow mm-hmm. it was stolen yep you know uh denise's favorite tv show what arrow oh i know <laughs> that joke was a bullseye <laughs> nah, we can move on you, <laughs> you know you you know you know uh what denise was saying that happened in the flash <laughs> what that joke <laughs> <laughs> no, that's terrible joke is not even accurate it doesn't know i don't do I, I don't even care let's just move on clearly you get the point 
that's how you do it karen okay that's how the big dogs do it <laughs> i am terrible at this uh <laughs> tip your waitresses y'all that's 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 why i'm you know i'm the headliner he, he and, and he comes behind me you the uh yeah i'm the headliner i mean you the headliner you, you're opener yeah i'm open i'm a terrible ass opener too i'm the opener you be looking at you 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 tune me out while you too busy ordering your margaritas and your shrimp your pawns are terrible i know they are that's because she care. was a super girl <laughs> no no that has nothing to do with the joke i was making <laughs> about arrows <laughs> All right, let's hurry up because we know we got a boat. <laughs> After this, um, so yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, we find out that the guy now has half his face burned. Yeah, and immediately, I was like, "You clever motherfuckers!" Oh God, I love this show. I read the comics and I love this show. And I said, is this nigga been Dwight the whole time? Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Oh, so I was like, they got me. Yeah, they got me too. We've got Dwight's backstory in the show. Mm -hmm. We know what happened as opposed to the comics where they had to tell you much later. Like, we were there. We saw what happened. Right. He ran away, it appears, from Negan and those guys. And probably ended up getting caught. Got caught, came back at some point and got his face burned mm-hmm. um fucked up in the paint yep uh so daryl's just like motherfucker you killed my friend with my crossbow should have killed your ass um and the guy was like still getting the hang of her kicks like a bitch and uh he said daryl says i should have done it the guy's like i can't hear you what are you talking about what'd you say no really say it again he's like i should have done it should have killed you you know when i had the chance and Dwight was like, I wasn't even trying to kill Denise, so that's what's funny. Is she died by accident, cause like I said, kicks like a son of a bitch. Um So it's aiming for Daryl. Daryl or Rosita, I'm assuming Daryl. Right. Uh then we see that uh uh over by the barrels, as Eugene is on his knees as a hostage, uh over by the barrels we see uh Abe and uh coming. we just see a little bit of age face he makes eye contact with eugene and then that's it yeah coming up in the back like seal, seal team six yeah and he's got his machine gun and uh dwight says look we seen your pretty little sanctuary we know you got some stuff in there it's probably real nice in there we're gonna take whatever and whoever we want and uh it's coming back with us we normally don't sign, start uh find the transactions like this but here we are and if y'all don't tell us if y'all don't get us in i'm gonna shoot eugene in the head then i'm gonna shoot rosita in the head then i'm gonna shoot daryl in the head last i hope it doesn't go that way but nobody else has to die but but if y'all don't play if y'all don't cooperate somebody will and uh that's when eugene was like if you're gonna kill people then you should start with abe over there by them barrels and i said this rat fink motherfucker how petty can you be you still mad over that goddamn iron zombie? Well, you tried to kill a metal zombie and you mad at Abe. Right. Come on, dude. You know? And so, uh, uh, apparently they look over there, they don't see Abe, but they're like, uh, Dwight's like, sends his men to go check. And while his men, uh, and he pulls out a gun, uh, just in case. Um, so he's got a gun and a crossbow now. 
and um uh, when he sends his men to go check um abe is no longer over there and eugene bites the white in the dick yeah i did not see that coming uh nobody saw that coming uh Mm -mm. like i like listen i want to live as much as the next man but i don't know if i want to live that much (laughs) my enemies this is i guess that's a true test if you're homophobic or not because if you just gotta live you gotta live and so eugene bit that man's nuts and held on with the ferocity of donald trump on the number one seat to the gop throne right i'm not giving it up he was like ah these balls are mine and so he uh he latched onto those balls like a fucking uh moray and and dwight was so <laughs> fucked up he couldn't even like shoot him or nothing because catch you off guard yes his mouth on his balls like just oh so he's just like trying to push him off his dick and then abe flanks the dudes that came to the the, you know go to try to kill him and and then all of a sudden uh you know daryl slashes the dude throws he get a gun rosita grabs a gun and now they're having a shootout across the train tracks Mm -hmm. eugene is still on this man's balls (laughs) (laughs) like damn boy uh just get off his dick literally uh so um they have a shootout and eventually the saviors retreat but not before dwight turns around and pops two shots into eugene and uh daryl was gonna go pursue them because he said next time he saw him he's gonna kill him and he has to stop because eugene is bleeding out and they have to get him back so they actually have to leave Denise's body there on the railroad tracks. Right. They couldn't even take her. And, uh, Daryl and, um, and, and Rosita and Abe carry Eugene back to safety. Uh, it turns out that the, the shot was just, he just got grazed. So it wasn't that, you know, it was okay. And some of the medicine that Denise got for them may help fight off the infection so he won't get affected so you know that's good uh my man uh eugene uh makes uh abe apologize uh abe sincerely apologizes. says i apologize for questioning your skills you know how to bite a dick eugene and i mean that with the utmost respect <laughs> that line made me laugh he told eugene welcome to level two and eugene said no need to welcome me i've been here for quite a while and then abe showed up on uh sasha's doorstep like fucking john cusack and say anything and said uh his boombox yeah he said permission to come inside and pull that boy this quick all over you baby you like you got some aunt mama syrup for my uh, people that don't watch the show like did he really say that um because <laughs> he'd be saying that corny shit but now nah, he said uh we could have 30 years here and that would still be too short uh and he basically was asking her can he be with her and she said come inside what'd you think about that moment that was sweet it was sweet all right mm-hmm. because like i said her thing was like i will not be a side chick yeah and people had to remember the community got about eight to t- twelve houses in it mm-hmm. so when they broke up ain't like it was nobody knew everybody knew 
uh daryl and carol buried denise and D- carol said to to daryl you were right i knew it when you said it so that face she gave him earlier when he was she was kind of looking like she didn't want to admit that he should have killed those people mm-hmm. that stole his bike uh well it all came full circle denise got killed by his crossbow for the people that stole his bike that he didn't kill right um and she's like you know i knew it when you said it uh and then they had this montage kind of like the same montage they had in the opening except this time they're moving the guns from olivia's care to somewhere else so the armory is no longer with the food uh who knows exactly why they did that but i'm assuming for safety reasons just in case the, they've been scouting the place and she's still the fucking worst mm-hmm. i'm sorry you, olivia is the worst yeah you you can't have the food with the bullets ain't, ain't no telling you know nah they need, they need to be out of her care uh and then carol writes a dear john letter to the entire town tobin finds it first but she basically says she's leaving yeah she walked out like a ninja says she's leaving in the middle middle of the night she leaves because she loves the group and she feels like she would have to kill for the group and she doesn't want to kill people anymore so she can't be there which is kind of a cop-out because morgan's found a way to be there without killing people true and there's other people in the group that can't or don't kill that find a way to coexist she doesn't have to do this way but somehow she's come to the realization that she will be this way right and she's like i can't just not do anything when i know i can do something well there's other things she can do she don't have to be killing she can keep making them them cookies true you know true, but she has other skills yes yeah, one of them things like you a ninja and all of a sudden people go nah don't be no ninja no more we need for you to level down and she was like nah i'm going i think it's even worse ninja. though karen because no one's telling her not to be a ninja that's true they're saying we would like you to be a ninja she's like i don't want to be a ninja no more and if i stay here i'm gonna have to be doing ninja shit right so i'm gonna leave yeah uh she talked about rick sending her away and then she came back and then everything popped off so she stayed with the group um and my heart was breaking for daryl because he's the one that always talked her in the stand yeah he caught her trying to slide off a few times and that one time he caught her trying to slide off at the church and uh they saw the car that uh abducted maggie and that no, was the beth. only reason they didn't i'm beth i'm sorry mm-hmm yeah someone would have wrote in uh and that was the only reason they didn't um that she didn't leave at that time right so she's always seemed like maybe she's been waiting for a time to leave i think something snapped at her um after she killed carol and uh that other dude when she burned those bodies when they had the plague going around i really think something snapped at her then yeah that and i know it might sound weird but i think uh they did a thing where they did like a montage with her by herself uh all by herself and i think that it might sound weird but she may have been at peace at that period of time because she i mean she had to kill don't i mean i mean but at this then again she might not have had to she could have right. just avoided people and been at a place where she didn't have to and she knew when she came back with the group that was something she was going to have to do and if you look at the group she she as she said in her letter we have nice things compared to everybody else someone whether it's negan or the next person will always be trying to take this nice things so there's never going to be a point where we can chill i'm going to always have to kill as long as we're here and she doesn't want to kill anymore she says i can't love anyone because i can't kill anyone and 
like so many people are, are very upset with the turn that this is taken i told people there's nowhere else to take the character so i don't know what they want to see from carol just forever be a, a badass who stays alive in every situation and all this shit i think some of the expectations of people who watch this show are just extremely it's like why are you watching this show because like mm-hmm. i don't want anyone to die it's like well that's what they do they build characters up to make you feel like you know sad when they die you know but they're all right. gonna die at some point except for probably rick and maybe maybe Carl, maybe maybe nobody else um but uh the point being though i really think um we have to consider that maybe carol's not leaving because she doesn't want to kill anyone i think she's really leaving because she doesn't want to love anyone yeah that connection yeah because i think the connection thing got to her the most because she was devastated when her daughter died you know and then she was fucked up in the paint with sam and you know it's one of those things where she was like i would like to start a relationship with you dude but i don't want to build this connection with you and then you end up dying on me yeah that's like that's the feeling i got i think a lot of people took away some other feelings from it um but the feeling i got more than anything else was people don't want she doesn't want to lose all this again like she she does love these people Mm -hmm. but she won't allow herself to love these people because she feels like as long as i'm here and i don't kill for this group i'm hurting the group and she can't be a hypocrite that talks shit to morgan about how he was hurting the group with his peaceful pacifism and all this shit and then turn around and be like but i'm gonna have the same thing like one the audience would have flipped the fuck out like what he ruined carol which they already are saying right but then two i really think it wouldn't have been she wouldn't have been taking her own advice which is you might not want to do certain things and that's fine but if you do then you can't be part of a group you can't be True. part of this group so you're just holding everybody back and i think um she was like, i'd rather leave than to deal with it that's that's what i took from right. it right you know I, I know other people took different things i'm sure we'll hear some in the uh email segment of the show but uh that's that's what i took from it um speaking of email segment of the show um the email segment is brought to you by bevel that's right bevel has a special deal to help you try out the bevel shaving system you can get your first month free yes free by using code free tbgwt but make sure you guys uh you know get in there uh because it's a limited time offer it's not forever uh but make sure you guys get in there and do it because you want to get that free that free shaving system try it on your face and you'll never go back i'm telling you i can never i can't imagine using any other thing on my face period it's been over a year i literally can't imagine going back if you know like i like if i put another one of the razors on my face i think i would cry okay it would be like fife died all over again okay i can't deal with it so um i say you you treat yourself the same way that i do you know go to getbevel.com use code free tbgwt and get your first month free now it's only for new customers and memberships only so if you've been wanting to try bevel now's the perfect time Mm -hmm. 
so go to get bevel it's spring in the air yeah you know sundress season gonna be upon Mm -hmm. us soon and you gonna want to look your best um so get bevel.com if you're a lady and you've been wondering how it works on lady parts now's the time yes get bevel.com code free tbg wt all right let's get to the emails let's see here um when did this one come in all right uh day walking for orange sun kissed is from cecil sup bod and karen i like this episode this show is kind of in the rinse repeat cycle of leave the safe go on a run interact with people walkers someone dies and or gets hurt the reason i don't care that the show does this is because i care about the characters i care about the relationships that have been built over the years anyways two things that stuck out for me well first of all let me just address this i don't know what else people will want the show to become because that that is life and something unexpected always happens every time the shit happens so it's like they've done some things they've never done before this season that have been different and i think uh people just get tired of the fact that the characters are going to make mistakes and take chances but that's what the fuck this is true you know what i mean like you can't have a show where no one takes chances or does or nothing bad ever happens nothing stupid ever happens you wouldn't want that show yeah people don't have emotions and shit like it's just crazy like i don't know people are weird um uh, and then when it happens for other shows it gets a pass i don't know why it's this show that people get the, down the hardest on but right because i've seen shows with this that yeah other shows. other shows do do shit like this too where people have ridiculously over the top emotional reactions and people give it a pass and it's like the same shit you know um you're like i like the leftovers season two but they had crazy shit in there where you're like that is the worst way to handle this um but i think that's what drama is for tv is some people take pick the the worst way to handle shit and those are actually the interesting people you know uh one i know rosetta and rosita not rosetta rosita and a were rosetta zone right uh and a were together for a long time but i didn't think she would take it so hard you think people would wouldn't get too attached to folks especially after they found out eugene lied about dc um i don't know man i don't maybe she's never really been alone maybe she looked at him as protection um maybe she genuinely loved him and the only reason he couldn't love her back is because he always thought about his dead wife true true and it's just one of those things they have been together so long uh people do have emotional attachments to people yes i mean if a war broke out over here i mean i mean put it this way in america we had slavery you think slaves couldn't love each other or they were like oh you know anything can happen any day so we better not love each other if anything that shit might make you love somebody harder knowing that the next day they could get killed by a zombie right and it's one of the things it was just them three for a very long time Mm -hmm. two towards the end of the episode after eugene got shot why was the crew running so fast to get him home and mate uh to the homemade hospital denise wasn't seeing patients anytime soon smiley face anyway y'all's recaps as always (laughs) enjoy y'all's recaps as always i missed sending out an email last week but when that redhead lady said hey asshole to rick was that a throwback to when glenn first called uh rick on the walkie talkie while he was in the tank uh on season one maybe that was something they said uh so maybe it was a callback you know they do a bunch of little easter egg type shit uh on the show all the time uh he also wrote in 
my bad last thing for real why do black people die early in horror movies white people do the dumbest thing for the dumbest reasons too bad denise couldn't see that before it was too late sorry i couldn't resist uh i don't i don't i think you just wanted to get that denise joke in because uh black people die early in horror movies i don't know what that has to do with the show um they walk in turk right saying hey guys why does this group have such a hard time telling people who have no business uh to uh to, out to stay home denise didn't even know the base most basic rule which is you use your indoor voice outside Tara's, <laughs> yeah she also knocked down all that glass and shit tara's right. the real victim here whose kitty box is she going to eat now all right and tara don't even know because tara out on the run mm-hmm. uh let me just add this nobody can tell anybody what to do in the zombie apocalypse there's no fucking rules what are you gonna do if somebody is refusing to listen i legit want people to think about what should be done if if you're in rick's society you're not you're like you're not with terminus you're not with negan someone goes i want to go outside the walls you allow other people to go in and out of the walls i want to go out of the walls well you're the doctor i don't give a fuck i'm going out the walls and i'm going to find this medicine what do you do like people keep saying the group shouldn't do this what do you do they have a free society in rick's group you either do or you don't you know and once you cross the line and start being like these people are basically prisoners inside of alexandria because they're too important to leave you that's another line that you're talking you have to have a, a a big discussion about that shit true um <laughs> y'all y'all was talking bad about hilltop having slaves i don't know y'all sound like <laughs> y'all might want to <laughs> put some people on y'all premises and lock them in speaking of crotches eugene was the mvp this week he really leveled it up by using his most useful asset in such an impactful way negan's crew should be terrified of rick's crew they bite dicks burn people alive and murder pe- sleeping people what won't they do sasha is about to give abe something he can feel a lot of people on my timeline said ah! she is settling i disagree because spencer tried to holler so i assume other guys in the a asz alexander say so maybe have it have as well if this is the guy she chooses then i ship them i i don't know do you feel like sasha settling messing with abe Karen? Mm-mm. yeah no I, I don't think she was yeah i didn't feel that she was settling but i do think abe's hella corny though and i know his sex get talk is weak that's all i'm saying <laughs> you want all this mother dick she gonna be so confused mm-hmm. uh how is anyone in the as uh arizona safe zone i mean alexandria safe zone, <laughs> arizona safe zone. this asd thing is fucking me up it looks like arizona with an s in the middle anyway uh able to sleep at this point negan had these huge groups out roaming the countryside who knows how many eyes they had on the two run crews daryl should have followed the those dudes picked off all except one help get eugene to the car and him and abe should have followed the trail while it was still fresh that that's easy to say i think that's a lot more difficult to do they didn't know how serious the injury was to eugene right um i think also um it's just as likely daryl goes and follows that group and gets killed you know then it's then you're down your best guy because he he decided to take on five guys that did get to drop on them um and were well armed the other thing about it that i don't think they knew the saviors had them under surveillance until this very moment so 
we don't know how they sleep at night because this will be the first night after this confrontation up until this point they've always assumed the saviors don't know their location because they've killed everybody that they've come into contact with uh this you know so they could have felt relatively safe and take and that they took care of all the threats and they as far as they know they just have a trade agreement with hilltop and they're good to go by the way karen how do you think the saviors knew their location that's a good question i have no idea you know what no i I, because you were saying before how you think maggie may have told that girl but she ended up dying um and that was the only person because carol didn't say anything yeah i have a theory go ahead my theory is somebody snitching no okay somebody. i think negan went to the hilltop group because the hilltop knew uh, where that outpost was oh, oh i bet you negan and then went to the hilltop and was like hey motherfuckers we know you hired somebody to come fuck with our shit you kid you got all our people killed now who the fuck are y'all fucking with and where are they at because i'm gonna kill y'all if i don't find out i bet you it was gregory uh well gregory would sell any anybody out in a heartbeat uh i trust jesus maybe yeah, it's his I, name I, yeah i don't i don't think i don't think it was jesus i don't think who else we met there i don't know but all those people knew probably that they were from alexandria so it could be anybody but i just think and gregory is the slimiest one mm-hmm. okay but but clearly they know the location they've scouted them for a while i doubt that's random or else they would have come across them before so i feel like this is a, a clear indication yeah. that somebody snitched them out because it because i yeah. don't think they just tracked them back that, that i somebody snitched them out or rick's theory eventually they were gonna find them anyway which is also possible yeah, right it's possible they but either way you can't live your life that way because you need food and you need to make bullets and you need to make plans for the future so um i think the group has to take chances that's i just think if we could get people to understand that fundamentally that food isn't being made unless you make it nope uh you can't get supplies unless you go get them this is no like this isn't your cushy life where you can go to amazon prime and have them send some shit to your to alexandria and eat it and stay indoors you have to take chances at some point and so at some point you have to leave and if you want to you know have bullets or maybe you can help arm hilltop maybe just to keep uh keep yourselves armed um these are the kind of sacrifices you have to make these are the chances you have to take people want to have a show where nobody takes chances because they're paralyzed with fear but let's be honest y'all gonna die anyway um you might as well try to contribute something uh let's see um she also said uh that priority needs to be finding the main compound well see until this point they didn't know they didn't find the main compound right they thought that this was it yeah they just found this shit out like we did wouldn't be shocked if someone from negan's crew followed them home and is waiting to murder the alexandrians in their sleep peace turk maybe i don't know that'll be an interesting twist if, if that's what happens you know but I, I i feel like the next time we see that crew is gonna be at the gates of alexandria and it's gonna be full force like hey motherfuckers you know <laughs> like i don't it's think it's gonna, gonna be, be a, 
yeah i don't think we're gonna get another one of these uh satellite groups Mm-mm. rolling up i think we about to see some fireworks because the next time they come through it's about to be like okay y'all ain't nobody to fuck with we ain't nobody to fuck with but let's see who got the bigger dick right john right said dear Ryder karen i think you are so right about karen being totally over the super ninja role and i think this most recent episode is more evidence she's run away now and says that she's she's tired of killing for other people i don't know if she's gonna fool morgan with the very morgan with the morgan voice every life is precious <laughs> attitude towards every walker or uh towards even the walkers or she's just through killing non-zombies except when she absolutely has to in order to stay alive but i get the feeling she's done with the gratuitous killing and i think you all are right that it looks like she's gonna die i predict that she will somehow get drawn in one last fight between the saviors and rick's crew and that she will do some sort some sort of throw yourself on a grenade move to save the crew as a final act of motherly sacrifice that said like many i will be so bummed if she does she's been one of those the best characters of any show i've seen in many in years it's gonna be like losing all the starks at once but who knows maybe this is just a big head fake and it's gonna be somebody else that leaves the show fingers crossed yeah uh i don't have any idea i feel like i i I just feel like that character has come full circle and i don't know look and i and like i said last week doesn't mean they can't come up with some new shit i just haven't thought of it that's why you watch the show right maybe they'll come up with some shit that i'm like oh okay i didn't think you could take this character that way right but i feel like she's come all the way to her story arc i just don't know what's left for her to do i think at this point people like holding on to certain characters because they like those characters and that's all there is to it they just want to see them in a show every week but they at some point it's, it's not true to the show and people use a lot of confirmation bias with this shit so it's like this week they didn't kill abe so then people are like see they just love that character so much but if they do kill abe then they're like this fucking show so predictable and so it's like they can't win with a lot of fans so they just have to do their thing i personally like that it differs from the comic books and i like that when certain characters die i feel something for them because i like or dislike those characters true you know i hate that denise died to be honest uh i I like denise as a character but somebody was gonna die and she was acting stupid but somebody was gonna die that day you know um damon writes in ron and karen what's up i'm day day from out of detroit i love the play-by-play of the walking dead wednesday sometimes if i miss the show i listen to y'all first my nigga keep up the good work i listen to y'all all the time can't wait to hear the nice episode hey thank you man thank you sweetie appreciate you uh checking out the show and lastly eve writes in hello rod and karen is it me or is rick starting to look at morgan like he used to look at father gabriel <laughs> yeah getting that dirty look he's like i do i need to kill you i don't know hmm, maybe uh remember that when rick threw those flyers away in uh right in gabriel's face rick looked at morgan's prison ah, fuck your flyers. like he looked at gabriel's flyers i do feel like the prison may come in handy later but for now the savers don't seem like the type of people who would willingly be locked up well they won't will i doubt they'll i don't think it's a look the cell hold about one person okay i ain't saying they gonna put everybody he got, in that, he got cell. that mayberry jail cell but at some point they're gonna have to make a point and put somebody in the motherfucking cell because they can't be killing everybody you just can't uh denise was really working my nerves this episode and i was kind of wishing something happened to her to make her realize she wasn't about that life but dang 
couldn't dwight let her finish that sentence before shooting the arrow through her head rest in peace denise yeah that's my favorite part of her dying is every single person on my timeline was like i just hope somebody killed this bitch bam like everybody was like i'm sick of her shit she's alexandrians these motherfuckers and as soon as they killed her no because the shit came out of nowhere mm-hmm. i just like how everybody's a hypocrite everybody wished death on her for that for those antics <laughs> that she did over the fucking orange soda and then as soon as she died everybody was like why can't why did you do this like i saw people i like i honestly saw people blaming the walking dead for uh apparently there's another show that had a a, a lgbt person die mm-hmm. this week you know fictionally die of course mm-hmm. and then denise died this week and people was like this trend has got to stop where lgbt cared and i was like wait a minute there's no way the walking dead can know this week will be the week another show killed a gay person it's impossible for them to know that 16 weeks ago or whenever they wrote this season but that's how like that's how mad people were about the you know it's they've been filmed this dog yeah and i think every death is kind of that way if a black person dies is and i don't know like i said and i'm a black person and i don't subscribe to that uh like i think every person on the show is in line to get killed and if anybody can get it at any time and i'm okay with that but there's a lot of people who watch these shows and their entire take on it is who gets killed and then the dynamics of who gets killed and that's it you know what i mean sure they've killed five blonde white women at this point but that doesn't count if a black person gets killed then the show is racist a lesbian person gets killed the show is sexist you know this is a homophobic like it's just no fucking way to watch this show that way at least i can't watch it that way a lot of people i think watch it that way and get some kind of almost enjoyment or something out of being like of course they killed d- this person and i'm like okay you know i just can't watch it that way or else i'd probably go crazy trying to figure out the connection to be pissed about each death but um yeah but the point being when the when it hurts when they kill a character that you really like or or you didn't want to see die that way it does always make you wish like there's a reason why'd you target this person uh-huh. and i think people felt that way about denise and I, I to me that's a good death that's a good writing this when tyrese died and people start writing think pieces about every black person that's ever died on the show and you're like that's because y'all that was a good death that character meant something to people true you know as opposed to you know by the way i was gonna say another character but you know what i already know how niggas is if they kill like father gabe half y'all motherfuckers will be like y'all went from being like i want him to die to see this is racist that the black the white man would kill father gabe like this i did want gabe to die now i don't that's when they kill him but yeah yeah initially i was like this nigga got to go i wish i wrote this show because that's when i would kill people i kill all y'all faves in the worst ways y'all would hate the show because i'll be killing them niggas i'd be like oh that baby judith mm. <laughs> Ooh, the things i would write about judith i put that baby in zombie danger every week y'all would be like I, what is wrong with this show <laughs> uh anyway uh i hope they find my bae carol i wonder if the writers are setting her up for her to save the crew again another great episode uh oh and i guess eugene's new name is the nutcracker and dwight now has half a face and half a ball uh Aww. i will say this um 
I don't think they're uh, writing um, I don't think she Carol can. to come back and save the crew. I don't think she's saving the day no more. Yeah, I think that's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope they don't find out they're dead. Hope Negan don't get to her first, but yeah, no I told y'all it's a lot. It is way too many characters on the show right now. So it is a quite a lot. Yeah, I feel like some it's a culling coming and somebody's like I went from who they gonna kill in the finale to like oh they got to kill like five people like it's like they need to kill multiple people to end the season it's or else a it's some bullshit. Alexandria's and a lot of folks over there from the others crew and the hilltop too just hope it ain't y'all favorite people because i think some people gotta go and there's all kinds of people in the show right now that didn't make it this far there's uh all kinds of uh people in the crew that need to die you know as far as i'm concerned so uh your boy is excited to see how they finish this season there's two episodes left and i'm telling you the blood the blood need to pour it's been a while y'all got too comfortable okay y'all starting to be like them people that didn't want john snow to die and i'm sick of it i want mm-hmm. all the people faves to die fuck you little boy i hope listen i hope they kill michonne mm-hmm. that's right i want it to hurt i want whatever it is mm-hmm. i want all y'all to be i hope <laughs> i hope i hope it's carol and uh who else who else ain't never did nothing to nobody uh uh i think heath needs to die carol needs to die he need to die because he got that wig and plus that actor's supposed to go play 24 next year <laughs> so i feel like he dead period um i want to see carol die i wouldn't mind seeing daryl die to be honest i really i don't want to see michonne or rick die if i'm being honest with y'all but i would love to see the reaction if they kill michonne just because my um, timeline would explode oh um, lit the fuck up we would not be able to do emails that week oh boy nah don't yeah. kill michonne i just i don't want to deal with the fallout. a lot of angry black women oh judith oh if they kill judith Mm, mm, i mean mm, a lot of people be mad don't get me going I ain't, you know but 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 it'll be a lot of angry black women you mean you still talking about michelle mm-hmm. yeah i want the people that people don't want to die to die that's the best part of the show the best part of the book you just look up and you're like god damn they did it you know like that's right. that's what separates this show from all the other shows on tv you know like i i don't really care about you know them doing stupid shit from week to week or this fucked up or that fucked up nah man best shit is when they kill somebody that you love and all the thing you can think is like how am i gonna ever watch this shit again they done killed my homie you know mm. it's the best part of the show in my opinion I, I don't want none of this mm-hmm. i hope uh what's his name i'll get fucked up in the paint so you want everybody to live forever i know that's not realistic yeah either. i know i ain't nobody wanna watch your show ain't nobody wanna watch what you talking I, about I, 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 I didn't say i had the answers or the ideas <laughs> i'm just talking from my perspective <laughs> okay i know it's irrational and goddamn illogical i oh, understand this concept that's why they got to do it look how mad you are i'm just talking <laughs> about it i don't have any control over the show i don't know what the fuck's gonna happen look how angry people get mad just think about it Think about your favorite character and then think about Negan showing up and fucking that motherfucker up. Oh, 
oh i hope he killed like five people i want people to be like season seven we are going to get this motherfucker that's how i want people thinking about season seven that that would be the perfect way to end this season is just lose like five six cast members and just a culling and the only thing people can think about is next season you know yeah 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 that'd be a great way to end rosita ain't did nothing to nobody oh kill rosita she sure ain't kill rosita then we had to all root for spencer and eugene oh uh-huh. oh anyway um sword ratcheting this time uh my sword uh sound effect where did i move it huh did it move i don't know <laughs> i don't see it uh is it called swords is called sword fight or something there we go Oh, somebody in the chat room just won. Who said? Oh, I want to give you credit. Reese. Reese Nicole won. They got to kill Maggie and that baby. Oh! Kill Maggie and that baby! Yes! Oh, God. Oh. Oh, I might. Oh, my God. Oh, I might throw my remote through the TV. Yes! <laughs> Do it to me, Kirkman make me feel that pain <laughs> walking dead ain't nothing but bdsm for tv <laughs> everybody tune in every week they be hurt and i love it is it it's kind of better than game of thrones that way in some ways like i love game of thrones i think game of thrones is like probably the best show on tv but mm-hmm. so it's so impure just emotion and anger and shit at people for making fucked up decisions i don't know man this shit might got him they might got him because like niggas died in the, like denise just died talking today an arrow through the head just dog. an arrow through the face just bam you dead that's it nobody care about your inspirational speech Mm-mm. like that like that sheer the audacity of that i don't know if game of thrones has that level of just like every, like every week you could die just a random fucking scene you know i don't know i don't know i gotta think about it but i don't know this i'm sure when them thrones come back i'll be back to like oh what was i thinking but mm. <laughs> anyway sore ratchetness star attack plans a memphis woman behind bars now police say that bianca perry got into a fight with her ex-boyfriend over some text messages they say that she got so angry she grabbed a sword from above the fireplace and she started swinging at him she wasn't able to hit him though perry has been charged with aggravated assault the sword tagged into evidence there you go ah, ah. <laughs> she's uh guess race black uh she had enough of this shit <laughs> why are you coming home in, in the, the morning? morning she put that sword out and i smell your dick <laughs> all right man uh i don't know how we made two hours out of this rest in peace five dog <laughs> uh re- uh shout out to try call quest mm-hmm. uh shadow doll productions make sure you get our album the uh uh sunspot and other ratchetness and make sure you gotta you check out um bevel free tbgwt 
getbevel.com we'll be back on saturday for feedback until then love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.